0: Welcome back to another Up and to the right, And so I am thrilled that you're joining us today as again, we have Mark Green. Mark, so I'm glad to have you again. It's good to be here again. I've enjoyed the time talking with you and just sharing with the audience. Three episodes. Yeah, Terrific. (laughs) I am thrilled. And if you happen to miss one of the episodes, go back and listen to them. You will be encouraged. And also, uh, when he spoke at North Church for that whole weekend, powerful message. And so, Mark, uh, one of the things that I know you've shared with me, uh, you've also, I think, shared at North School of Ministry in the past, is the gateway gateways to intimacy. Could you talk a little bit about what that is and what that means to you?
1: Yeah, I started this process when our family about 12 years ago came up with a family mission statement. My mom, my dad, my brother, sister, there's eight of us, we're married. We said, you know, we got a business mission statement. Let's have one for our family. And so we have a vision, we have core values, but the mission statement we wanted is something simple and memorable. And so for us, our mission is to love God intimately and live extravagant generosity. So if that's going to be my mission, my goal, I got to know how to do it. Mm-hmm. How do you get into So I started a journey of finding gateways to intimacy, what I call yeah. gateways to intimacy. And over the last 10 or 12 years, I've found about 26, 27 different ways that I think you can get intimate with the Lord. And so I put together a document and I keep finding them, you know, and so I'm sure there's more ways than that. But it's been fun to kind of learn uh, how can I get more intimate with the Lord because that's my goal every day. I carry a coin in my pocket that has that statement, love God intimately, live extravagant generosity. Is all my family going to adhere to that? They have to make their own decisions. All I know is the river's going that way, and there's a lot of force going that way, and there's a lot of momentum. So if you don't want to go that way, you're almost going to have to jump out of the water or go upriver, mm. stuff like that. So let's just keep the stream going that way, and yeah. hopefully, Jen, I'm Gen 2, I got Gen 3, I now we have Gen 4, my 12 grandkids. We just want to make it so that the river is flowing that way. Mm. And it's simpler for them to, to serve the Lord than to go upriver.
0: Mm. So what, what are some of the gateways to intimacy?
1: Yeah, some of the top ones are absorbing the Bible. That would be my number one. If I only had one, it would be that. Uh, interceding in prayer, uh, uh, worshiping in song. I don't get a lot of songs in my life except Sundays Cause I'm a kind of a yeah. left brain guy. And so I'm listening to podcasts all the time and doing all that stuff. So now every day I discipline myself. I listen to a different song. i just buy an album. i listen to song one, song two, song three. And I just get songs in my spirit. And by the end of the year, usually 10 or 12 of those will be very deep to me. And for Christmas or New Year's, my kids get an iPad. A, I, 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 a uh, card with iphone so that they can get all these songs and download them now whether they spend the money on that or download their own songs i don't know but i give them the 12 songs and i give them enough money to buy those 12 because songs speak into you and so but the holy spirit is that way um and there's just a lot of different uh gateways that uh we, that you can go through
0: yeah yeah I'm, I'm very much like you in regards to songs i, I don't actually go there i'll go to a podcast listen for information read a book just downloading information in me—that's that's, it, that's yep. the way I operate. Yep, yep. But because I'm pastor of a church and I'm dealing with the worship team all the time, I, it's more forced upon me, and I love it. Actually, when I get into, you know, into listening to the yeah. music in oh, the yeah. moment, the Powerful. Spirit of the Lord speaks to me in incredible ways when I begin to, um, you know, listen to the songs.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so that's the same thing that I saw, and uh, and so it's a gateway to ministry. So it, just because I know it's part of that, now I'm saying, oh, I want to get more into yeah. that. I was at a funeral not too long ago, and I remembered him. He died. He was about my age. You know, usually people who die have been older than me. I'm getting to the age now. People of yeah. my age are dying. And as I remembered him, I got closer to him. I thought, Oh, yeah, that's true of the Lord too. As I remember the Lord, I remember the things He did. That's another gateway to intimacy. Yeah. So again, there's just lots of interesting ways that we get intimate with the Lord. But music is definitely a very powerful way to have intimacy with God.
0: Well, the first thing you mentioned in regards to gateway to intimacy is the Word of God. And so we're going to get into right now just what is really um, kind of a, a big vision uh, for you and some goals that you have in, in, in mind that God has laid through in your heart and also is the team of people that God has put around you uh, to take this gospel, the good news, the word of God to the whole world. Yeah. And so we're going to go to Let's Talk It Over. And I think that you're going to be really inspired as we talk about illuminations and taking God's word to all the languages of the world. So, Mark, uh, this is thrilling to be able to sit down with you again and talk about um, Illuminations. So tell us, what is Illuminations?
1: Yeah, Illuminations has a vision to eradicate Bible poverty in the very (laughs) simplest form. And what does that look like? We want by 2033 that all 6,000 vital languages on planet Earth, that 95% of those would have the full Bible. 99.96% of the people have a New Testament and the very smallest people groups that have less than 5,000 speakers will at least have those first 25 chapters on, and then the continuation of that translation. So that's a goal that everybody, so we call it the all access goal. It's not the final line. Everybody should have every scripture current and in their language. Uh, but by 2033 everybody at least has a witness of God in their heart language.
0: So what what about people who are deaf?
1: Yeah, that was a question I didn't think through very good when we started setting these goals, and so I thought there was I'd heard of sign language, but I didn't know there was American sign language. Yeah. Oh, that must mean there's Brazilian sign language. So there's a, what so far we've identified a little over 350 viable sign languages around the world Uh, and some people ask what i mean if, if you're if you're deaf but you can still see why don't you just read most reading happens through phonics you learn to read through sound so most people who have are deaf will not read much past the second grade reading level and stuff so it's a video based. so obviously you have the hand signals and all that which is also the heart language it speaks more deeply to them and so yeah we'll be trying to make video Bible translations for 350 sign language groups. So that's uh, that's an impossible goal without God's. And so by faith, we feel like God's going to help us with technology, new things, ways of doing that. And right now, there's several things being in in the works, trying to get it so that we can get these sign language, so that everybody, even if you have if you're deaf, will have God's word in their heart language. Yeah.
0: Well, and then Martin, also, I've, I've heard that while there's eight billion people on the face of the planet that i've heard of 40 to 50 percent of the people do not know how to to read is that correct
1: yeah there's lots of people i don't know the exact numbers of that and stuff like that so that's why a lot of times as soon as the bibles are done there's a ministry called faith comes by hearing that gets them in audio yeah jesus film that puts them in video so it helps people visual yeah so there's people who know how to read but just don't read yeah. much anymore and we have that true in america That's true so if they get their information other ways so yes we want to make sure and you got U version the bible app that gets it different way so the cool thing is translation we just say all ministry starts with translation right there you got to start with the bible the church uses the bible so i'm saying guys look as more and more missionaries go out and more and more churches are planting indigenous groups they're all going to be waiting on us because all ministry starts now they can go into a culture and do it in spanish if the people speak Eastern tech they may know some Spanish, but can you imagine having to be preached to in a second yeah. language? It just, I don't want to be preached to in Spanish because I'm not going to get near as much as English. And so that's why we're so driven to get it in the heart language of people.
0: So how did <laughs> illuminations come to be in regards to it? And then how did that vision start inside of you? And of course, I know the previous episodes, people go back and listen to because all of it builds upon, you know, you're standing up on the shoulders of, you know, your dad and you stand up on the shoulders; he stand up on the shoulders of your grandma and, right. and grandfather. And but uh, but we know that this is not overnight. But tell us about some of those key components that got you on this vision of uh, getting the gospel in every heart language by the year twenty thirty
1: three. Yeah, I'll tell one story a little bit over really fast that we told in our first episode yeah. about Gaspar, and it was June. Uh, it was February seventh, nineteen ninety eight. When I watched a man weep over God's word, and the Holy Spirit put in my heart why don't you go tell Gaspar it's not good return on investment because i didn't think it was worth translating the bible for only 400 people who could read the bible out of thirty thousand. Mm. and so that i went from why would you translate bible to how could make sure everybody else has it well june 23rd 1998 i was in a meeting and that night i wrote in my journals someday there's gonna be a project so big that no ministry could do it by themselves. it's gonna be so big no resource partner could do it by themselves that the ministries would come together, the resource would come together, and then both of those would come together to do a project. So mm-hmm. I wrote that in my journal, June 23rd, 1998. Well, it wasn't till February the 15th, 2010, 12 years later. Now, some of my stories, God's just rocking it. Yeah. Sometimes it takes time and patience. Yeah. Well, so I'm down in Guatemala again. I've only been to Guatemala twice. Todd Peterson, a good friend of mine, knew that I always talk about Guatemala and Gaspar. I mean, if you hear me story and you talk to me more than 30 minutes, Guatemala and Gaspar are coming up. He says, Mark, why don't you come tell your Gaspar story in Guatemala? I said, perfect. My wife didn't get to go the first time. We'll go down there. And when I was down there, I felt like the Lord really impressed in my heart. Mark, remember that big project I told you about that ministries coming together, resource partners come together. It's about Bible translation. Why don't we go eradicate Bible poverty? So I came back on May the 10th, Gary Nelson and myself called 10 different uh, ministry partners together, resource partners, and said, hey, all sit down at the table and say, guys, it's gonna take to the year 2150, 2150 to start the last Bible translation. That's, that's just way too long. What happens if we were work together? What happens if we were to share tools? What if we shared technology? What if we shared all this and all this stuff? We donors will help fund that if you all come together, because we're seeing duplication. We're seeing things like that, and so that was kind of the the birth of this vision of eradicating Bible poverty. And then, uh, of course, Todd Peters, the guy who invited me to Guatemala, uh, was doing a funding event, and uh, we called he called it Illuminations. Did it for one ministry, and then that one ministry said, "You know what? We think this is for the for everybody. We're going to take our our event. They raised twenty million dollars. We're going to take that event, and we're going to give it to the mm. all everybody." Mm. I mean that's stunning. I wept and wept when they. I said, "There's no way that's going to happen. There's no way that's going to happen." Because Todd Peterson told me, "Wow!" I said, "You talked to that board. That board was not going to vote to give away a twenty million dollar event, and they did." And uh, God has blessed, and so now you got the resource partners, the ministry partners coming together, taking out the duplication, and it's such a stewardship issue yeah. that the uh, the donor, the average donor, is giving about four times what they did before when they gave to just one ministry. They'd give $100,000, let us say. But when they see them all on the stage together and cooperating, and we're not perfect. Yes, we have problems. But man, we are saving so much money yeah. by working together. They wind up giving four times. And so
0: who's working together? You're talking about these ministries. You're talking about the Bible agencies, right? Yes. You're talking yeah. about the American Bible Society. You're talking about maybe Wycliffe. You're talking about all these different... And so that's that's what... I just want to give people the understanding of yeah. what that means when they say these ministries because they may think like, oh, that's this church and that church. But it's more, it's these... Because there's my understanding is that there is a about five to seven Bible agencies that control about ninety percent, ninety five percent of the Bible, um, you know, uh, and the, and that's going out around the world. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, there's ten agencies that represent. One of the things that's a little tough to explain to make it easy, but there's ten agencies: United okay. Bible Society, American Bible Society, Deaf Bible Society, yeah. the Word for the World, based in South Africa. Most people in America have never heard of them, but they're doing Bible translation in Africa, which we love. It's indigenous. Yeah. Uh, but United Bible Society actually represents 150 Bible societies. So gotcha. we're coordinating 150. There's the Brazilian Bible Society. Okay. They have their own board. <laughs> They're actually, United Bible Society is not over them. So we're trying to get 150 organizations and their boards all to collaborate so you can understand that sometimes oh it's difficult (laughs) it's not easy (laughs) say noise attacks the point of unity yes right stuff like that but we have been able to at a phenomenal level to the point that we feel good but yes those 10 organizations who represent a lot of organizations underneath them um represent most all the bible translation in the world
0: got it and so now you've been on this journey and uh, i know it's had its ups and downs a lot of hard work a lot of conversation a lot of meetings (laughs) tell us about that journey and what that's been and the progress that you've seen.
1: Yeah, so from May 3rd, 2010, that was our first meeting. We, we committed that we were gonna to try to meet about every month, and so we've met 104 times. Gary Nelson has led that right out here at North Church. He's the one that calls us together, he meets us. We typically meet in the Dallas airport. C21 is the largest Admirals Club in the country. So everybody flies in, we have lunch together, we spend four hours together and then we fly out yeah. that night. And so they're going to the different places. Now, during COVID, we had to do it, uh, you know, Zoom. But uh, in June, we're going to get back together in C21. So we're all looking forward to, to getting back together, being together. Because there's just the fellowship of it. And there's just a sweetness when CEOs get together. It's tough to be the leader of something. It's tough to be yeah. the lead pastor. You need somebody else that you can talk to and share with. So these, other, these CEOs all know. They have the same things. They all went through COVID together. So they can empathize with each other, sympathize with each other and be together as prayer partners and all that. And then we're the five resource partners that we meet. Mm-hmm. And so we also are able to get there. And so they realize, hey, these guys aren't here to tell us what to do. They really do want to help us. Cause there's a, there's a nice little dance there. Cause as a donor resource partner, you can be too aggressive. You can ask them to do things that they'll do it because you're going to give them the money, but it's not on their list of goals. But when you sit down at the table, and you're putting the strategy to together. So you've got collaboration, you got strategy and you got uh, accountability. You put those
0: three things together, it's very powerful. So how can the average listener out there say, I'd like to be a part of this. I want to do something. I would like to be able to help translate um, maybe a few scriptures or maybe uh, a chapter in the Bible or maybe even a book of the Bible uh, or even larger. What, what can they do to be a part of that? Yeah, if you want to be part of history, because is history making. Yes. You know, it's taken almost
1: just under 2,000 years to get halfway done. We're going to get the other half done in 12 years. And so there's a website called illuminations.bible. And illuminations.bible, it points out that a verse, because we got down to the most common denominator, is a verse. It costs about $35 to do a verse. So people can go in and do $35 a month and do a verse a month if they want to. And so, and it shows you the different languages and all that that are on there. So uh, so we have people who give us, we recently had an event. We had three people give us an eight-digit gift. And you saying, well, how much is an eight-digit gift? That's over 10 million or over. Yeah. We had three people. That had never, ever, ever happened in Bible translation yeah. world. But when they saw the collaboration, these families and foundations says, we are all in and gave us that. All yeah. the way down to, I want my son to be able to be a part of history for $35 a month yeah. and stuff, or $35 once, even if you yeah. only just do it once. And so uh, that's, that's the easiest. But illuminations.bible is a neat website where we've got all the different languages of the world so people can see where are these languages? Who, who needs Bible translation? They can
0: see on a map all these translations. They can see it on the map. Yeah. That's exciting. So let me, how is the progress? Of course, you, you're telling like, are, are you seeing it move forward to be able to reach that 2033 uh, vision? Are you on progress?
1: Yeah. We, well, uh, we, need, we need a couple of miracles. So okay. uh, mathematically, no, because I've got 13 years, 12 years left and about new t- a, whole, a full Bible takes 16. So I'm already off. Yeah. But we're trusting that God's bringing a new technology and all that. And for the first time in 10 years, we've been trying to get this number. And you think, well, that's not that hard a number to get. Well, it was. That number of chapters left to yeah. translate. Because you've got 150 organizations trying to get their information, get it current sign language. We talked about last week, 350 different sign languages. All that data, you're trying to get everybody to share. Okay, then there's several hundred people have to share data into one database because it is a, it is a defined number. This is the number of languages that are going to get full Bibles. That's 1189 chapters, New Testament's 289, 25. So it, you can add them all up. So we knew what the number was. We didn't know how many were completed. So we got 912,095 chapters to go. And that number is going to be going down every year. And so we'll be able to see, you know, right now we'll we be on pace to do it. No, by faith, do we think we can do it. Yes. And yeah. so it's a little bit of faith mixed in with a lot of hard work and uh, we're going to do our part. And I know God's going to do his part. He's going to do his part. And we're going to try to do our part, whether it's finances, which is a big deal, as well as raising up people who can translate the Bible and Hebrew and Greek scholars who can do the consultant checking. So there's lots of pieces and parts that people got to be coming up the mountains. And I just trust God's got them. And I don't see them right now, but I believe they're coming. I believe artificial intelligence is going to help us. I think virtual reality is going to help us. So Mm -hmm. there's lots of technology that we're looking to help us out.
0: Well, I just encourage if there's churches like watching right now and pastors and get their people involved. I know at North church, it has been a blessing oh. for us to be able to be a part of it because over the past you know, few years, we've been able to give right at a half a million dollars to be able to see uh, the Bible translated. And, 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 so, and now we've actually taken on yeah. uh, two more languages in the country of Gabon that's in central West Africa and I can't pronounce the, the languages. You, you may have them off <laughs> no, the top of your no, head. Oh no, But um, I've read them, but I'm like, yeah. I don't know if I should even attempt yeah. at uh, pronouncing we'll, them. We'll respect them. But but we're going to um, help see that the New Testament is translated in those two languages. It's about uh, 230,000 in one and about 260,000 in the other. So it's just under a half a million dollars. And so that is so thrilling. Oh, it's thrilling to
1: Gary and I, of course, because this is our local church. So our local church, by the year 2023, will have invested a million dollars in this. That's, yeah. that's just phenomenal generosity. It encourages our heart to know that, wow, the people that we go to church with are on our team. They want to be a part of history. And again, providing God's word. I got to go to Dedication in Zambia. A few years ago and the lady was up and she was thanking everybody the translators and the and the pastors and the people who did flew the planes and the medicine all the stuff that has to happen in bible yeah. translation everything you have to have all that stuff and then she knew there's a few funders me and two or three others that helped fund the project she looked at us oh oh and i want to thank the funders she says because of you all the in her people group was called the singa all the in can now go to heaven And you're like, oh, man, that was worth every minute of it. Oh, my. Right? (laughs) I've made, you know, you have to accept Christ. We know all that kind of stuff. But the door is now open. Yes. And now people can go through the door. You know, there was no door before. Yes. And so now we have a door and all my people can go to heaven. And so that's what Bible translation is all about.
0: The bread of life, Jesus (laughs) Christ. Amen. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. Oh, that is so great. And so a lot of people have never been able to taste because they've never had God's word. I know. The bread of life. And so, but once they have God's word, they can open it up and taste. And the word of God, um, I love the one part where Jesus says to his disciples who have went off to get food and they come back and he'd been with the woman at the well and mm. introduces her to, it's the first time he reveals who he is. Yeah. He reveals that he's the Messiah. To a woman. Yeah. Uh, to a woman. Yeah. To beautiful, a Samaritan woman. woman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, exactly. least of, the, least, least. the least of these in regards to how the Jewish people would look at somebody. Amen. A woman who had been married five times, living with a sixth man, and a Samaritan, the least of the least. Yeah. But doesn't he go to the least of the least? Every time. Every and time. Uh, they come back and they said, You know, have the food. And he says, No, I have food you know not of. He had been yeah. sharing, breaking bread. He, literally, he was breaking bread with the uh, life giving bread to a yeah. woman. Uh, who needed him so desperately Amen. and so man God's word is alive
1: yeah and I, I love what Francis Chan said the other day I never thought about it. Francis Chan says if now if you didn't have God's word in your heart language I mean I do I've had it for my entire life but if I didn't have it he said he asked the question what would you pay to get God's word in your heart language and he he stops thinks about it, you seem contemplating he goes I'd give everything I'd give everything I had to get God's word. It's more valuable than the food that we have to have because this is eternal life. Yes, we need food. And of course, we take care of people with our food and all that kind of stuff. But if I had to trade it, I would trade it for God's word. Yeah. And so yeah, I would give everything. Now, I didn't have to because somebody died. You know, people died to get this in English back in the day. And so Tyndale burned at the stake for translating the Bible into English. Now that's 400 years removed from us so we don't feel the pain of that yeah. but if he had just died a few years ago and i know wow that guy went to the and died and was burnt at a stake yeah. so i could get my god's word in my heart language maybe i ought to at least respect it and read it and pick it up and then once you do you get hooked i'm sorry it's it's a very addictive is to get into god's word and to have that relationship with the make your maker and so when you can get past satan's lies which he's the liar. He's always trying to keep us from God. Yeah. When you get past those lies and I still have to battle them, I, Satan still attacks me, but I still want to push through and say, no, Satan, I'm coming in. I'm coming in. I'm going to get intimate with God. That's that's my mission statement. It's in my pocket. Every morning I wake up saying intimacy with God. Good. So I'm going to strive for that. It's some good. days I don't do as well as others, but I ain't going to quit. I'm a runner. There's some days I don't do as good as others, but I'm not going to quit. It's
0: good. It's good. So. so I want to encourage you to... Um, a month. Maybe it's a book of the Bible. And what does it take to do a chapter? Basically it's- About $1,000 for a chapter. About $1,000 for a chapter. So you can do multiple chapters or uh, maybe it's a book of the Bible or whatever it is. But just ask God about what you should give to Illuminations in regards to Bible translation. Now you can give that directly uh, through North Church and just simply Mm -hmm. market Illuminations and every penny of that will go to Illuminations. So share it with somebody let people know what god is doing and mart would you mind praying over the people that are listening uh, you've been with me for three episodes and i just want you to pray over them that god will birth a passion desire for god's word like he has in your own heart and you know and, and how that's lived out in their life is going to be unique to every person it, but it's going to impact them and it's going to impact their family and the people that they're around their world is going to be impacted because of a hunger to know jesus and his word. Amen. And Jesus is the word. He is the word. In the Amen. beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Yes. Amen. He is <laughs> the Amen. word of God.
1: I'm going to pray the translation prayer. It's six lines. How about that? That'll lead right into you that. You got it. How about that? God, your word is more precious than all that I possess. Your scripture gives light to my path and directs my steps. Through your will alone, lives are transformed and minds made new. So I now pray for all people that do not yet know you. For you've promised that your voice by every tribe and nation will be heard so equip us by your breath to provide every heart language with your word and lord i want to pray for all of those that already have god's word <laughs> there are billions of people who do have god's word and yet it sets on the desk like it did in my life when i had 50 bibles and yet i was not opening them so lord i just pray that there will be a hunger and thirst just put a hunger and thirst in people's souls that they just want god's word there's something yearning inside of them and then once they start reading god's word it just becomes something that they just can't hardly live without just like they can't live without water each day. And so, Lord, I don't want them to do it legalistically. Lord, I want them to do it because of a love for you. And as they get closer to you and as they love you more, your word, they will love more. It just comes naturally Mm -hmm. because we want to know you, want to be in relationship with you. So, Lord, I just pray for intimacy with God, that that would happen to all of those here listening today, watching today, however they are getting this podcast. Lord, I just thank you. They took the time to do this. Lord, I just pray that you would speak to their heart, Lord, that they would hear you. Lord, in their own spirit. Lord, you give us a Holy Spirit that lives inside of us. Lord, you give us the Holy Scriptures that we can read. Lord, you give us happenstances as I shared that. yes the power of three moments. I pray that would happen for people. They would know that you spoke and then they would take the dare to go on the adventure that you call them to. And the adventure is uncomfortable. You're going to get wounded, but you see God provide. So Lord, I just pray that people are called to an adventure that you call them to do and that you would get all the glory. Amen.
0: And amen. Mart, thank you so very much. Thank you. Again, thank you for joining us for Up and to the Right. Share it with somebody. Give us some feedback. Give us some comments. And we are thrilled that you took time to listen today. And we'll look forward to seeing you next week on Up and to the Right.